welcome to the Whispers of the Soul podcast, hosted by Sally Ann Marler and Sibby Spencer. Every week we dive into spiritually rich topics to create conscious conversations to help you, the listener, deepen into your own soul wisdom and practice. The space we create through our discussions invites you into your own inner world whilst we explore ours and our guest speakers. We come together to share stories, creativity, wisdom, insights and laughter. If you feel it's time to become more curious about your own uniquely creative, expressive self that makes you, well, you, then you are in good company. Hello everybody and welcome. This is um, episode eight and we are discussing legacy. Um, So the title of this particular podcast is Your Legacy Begins Now. I'm Sally. And I'm Sibby. And a very warm welcome to everybody that is listening. And just before we came on, we were having a little giggle about... Yeah, so we may (laughs) giggle. Yes. (laughs) Various various, um, items and things that we want to discuss. Um, But shall we just start with the absolute basic and what is legacy? Yes. What, what What's your thoughts, Sibby? So I, I think there's a traditional sort of meaning, isn't there? And then there's the meaning that I perhaps have come to attach to it. But so we looked it up, didn't we? Which was, and it was interesting because the, the dictionary um, definition was all about financial legacy, wasn't it? To leave um, some money, I suppose, to yeah to people when you die yeah so the the official the official um definition is an amount of money or property left to someone in a will which i find rather restrictive and not what i think of as legacy at all um but i think there are obviously there is another way of looking at it isn't there or other ways of looking at legacy um but essentially, it's it's something that is around after you have your physical body has died. Mm-hmm. Let's say something yes. that you leave while you're something of you that, that you've remains been on Earth, and you yeah something that remains. Um, but what I love about our title because it's something that perhaps you wouldn't think about necessarily is it's, it's all about like after you've gone, isn't it? It's all about yeah. It makes you think about the future and after you've gone. Yeah. But you're actually creating a legacy now Mm. because um, what you do now is going to have an impact on what people, how people remember you. Yeah. Um, Like we were saying, weren't we, that what are the things that you remember about people when they've gone? Yeah. It, It may, it's not necessarily that they left you a pot of money <laughs> if they did yes. it's going to be those moments what that you shared together isn't it that mm. you know it's going to be and it doesn't have to be big or no earth-shatteringly life-changing globally no. or any you know because sometimes you would you hear the word legacy and you think oh people that have you know shifted entire movements yeah. or entire ways of thinking or has a global impact yeah but Really, we're we're talking about it more from um, an individual's viewpoint or experience of what they would like to hand over, pass over, or or would like something that would continue to live, like you say, after they've physically gone. Yeah, and that that continuous thing that could, that you want to continually live, I suppose we're we're saying it doesn't have to be something physical in the terms of an amount of money or a property. It can be a, a set of beliefs, or it yeah. can be morals, or it can be memories, memories, like, or something that's yeah. yeah. And also, I think when you have that idea that it's got to be big, 
because when I was thinking about it um, a couple of months ago, I've, I've, it's very, well, I've realised I've let go of this pressure Mm. to do all of the things, because if I did do all of the things that I want to do, I don't know what else I'd do. I'd be busy all the time. You wouldn't be doing the podcast for me <laughs> for start. But like, but I, oh yeah, but I would because this is part of our legacy, which is why it's so awesome. Yeah. But I always, I've, you have dreams, don't you? You have dreams about things that you want to do, like that, that will affect people, that will impact people. Mm-hmm. And I've got so many, including direct to film, um, you know, right? Can, can I compose books. the music? Yes, for it. of course you can. I want to be in it. You know, it's like there's, there's. I mean, there's an array of things that I. And then when I was younger, I always used to be like, time was ticking. Obviously, what is it? Is it Chronos? Chronos yeah, time. We yes. about with Tim. Yes. Time is ticking, and I'm now this age, and I haven't done this, and I haven't done that, and then that state of being where you're thinking. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Mm. All while you're while you're in that state of being, you're not actually living your life yeah. in the moment, are you? And and being present in the moment, because when you're present in the moment, the interactions that you're having with people are how they will remember you, and and yeah. or the experiences that you have in the moment are part of your legacy. And I think so. Do you know what I mean? And I do I, know what it's you very mean. freeing to kind of. I think I've reached this lovely point where I've sort of not let, I don't mean let go of my dreams, but kind of shifted the way I look at legacy and mm. and the impact that I might be making. And Yeah, and do you know what's just come into my head? If, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not saying like we're going to check out and drop dead, but let's hope not. <laughs> let's just say, for argument's sake, you know, and, you know, for those people that are listening, let's say if you weren't here tomorrow, do you think, just for the purpose of this discussion, do you think that legacy might come into play when you talk about that person and how you remember them or the things that they may have inspired in you or that sort of thing? Definitely. So it's, it's a, I think the individual personality or the way that they you know conducted themselves the way that they spoke like you say being very present and things like that that kind of lives on like as a memory but the legacy might be to do with the impact of that person yeah on the ones that are left definitely and and then also if we think about like the butterfly effect you know it may be that in your lifetime you on paper don't do huge things but you know you impact your family or you you know a friend and then that tiny little Mm. kind for example kindness you know if you did something really kind for somebody they will always remember that and that could inspire them to then share that kindness and spread that kindness and then their children if they have children or the people around them would be inspired by that kindness and then that you know Mm. that that's that's the thing isn't it you could do something very very tiny or seemingly yeah. very tiny but the legacy of that yeah could and if you think i'm going off on on a tangent like we do but let's just think like say for example rosa parks mm-hmm. when she wouldn't get off the bus yeah wouldn't move wasn't it she yeah. was in the wrong bit of the bus yeah um she was in the white area of the bus wasn't she i think or, or on a white whites only bus and she wouldn't move yeah but that's one action of one lady you know who decided this is not fair this is you know enough Mm. is enough but look at that like we're talking about her now Mm. do you know what I mean and that's what I I think but in that moment she connected with what was right and she she took a stand yeah and, and look that, at the legacy. That's look a at big the things part of that how began because of that. And, and yeah. And do you think sometimes legacy does get caught up with, you know, in terms of trying to access the understanding or think about the understanding of it, it happening now or being a now thing, we kind of get caught in that. Well, it just happens when I die, so I don't need to. Yeah. Think because you know people will will might, you know, legacy doesn't come alive until I die. 
yeah I think I think that is definitely and when I started to think more deeply about it I realized that I had that thing of it being oh it's then you know it's it's after but actually it it it's now and if you and if you look at our society and like how how hard people work to save money and and buy a house or you know so that they've got something like to leave and you think of all that time that they're doing those things and what legacy they could be they could be um you know building by their interactions with people surely you would rather spend time with your parents than mm. or you know let's say your your dad works all the time to get yeah. money to live so that you've got some savings you'd rather spend that time with your dad yes yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean and make memories that will live on yeah and and you know as you're talking there I'm thinking about about legacy in terms of the generations that have, have gone before us and I know like a hot topic at the moment is kind of how how you know our generation you know people in their 20s <clears throat> yeah our generation <laughs> um our parents generation how we kind of have left and handed over the planet is a big mm. thing mm. and you know it's like oh well, we want to you know and for me as a parent you know you, I always have that thought of I want it to be a better world for them yeah um and but then of course that sometimes can I, I sometimes then get stuck in that because I'm like oh but I can't change the world but you can do your little bit and you can yeah. you know you can be an influence in a way by you know honoring your beliefs and, and acting on your beliefs that then perhaps serves more as a role model which does tie in with legacy yeah and I, I like that they yeah, I like that you're bringing in the the planet because it um it makes me think of I'm sure I've mentioned it before but um the overstory that 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 book that we've talked about maybe on the podcast but certainly in the book club we we did talk about it last week in and your it's, group. it's in the notes it's on the bio yeah so just the idea of um i there's there's that made that book just changed my life in lots of ways but if you look at a tree and how long a tree lives mm. and all of the things that it experiences if you see what I mean and, and has seen and has seen and the the shift between just thinking of like your time on earth as being it but actually looking at it as a whole looking at the yeah. the planet and the 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 growth of the planet the lifetime of the planet mm. gives you a different perspective on legacy because yes. it's yeah. kind of like yes but the, I, I can do my bit but life will go on afterwards and does that does that make sense yeah i don't know it, it kind of you, gives you more of a it does it gives you a way of measuring it gives you a, a way of it's almost like the earth is is documenting yeah uh, in in its own way and you know and that that's really a nice way of looking at it through the trees but also um i was watching something the other week and they were talking about the uh, crystal content in rocks in particular quartz mm. and how it it, it it can act as a memory so if something's happened within that sort of area it kind of almost contains or remembers the memory in this particular instance I think they were talking about various battles that had been yeah. fought but it kind of contains and holds the energy yeah or the recording of that particular battle which That's um, amazing yeah so and it's, I, I it's, think I, I do believe that the land I do believe that the land holds memories you know yeah. and then i mean this could be a whole other topic but yeah that maybe the energy that that is held where yeah. there's been really traumatic yeah events and things is yeah. it does impact the future and do you know what i mean yeah. and and i think as well when we think of legacy we think about creation we think about something new we think about um you know bringing something else into the mix but actually legacy can equally be about um healing and undoing some of the wrongdoings of the past and yeah. re-educating people and um you know bringing in alternative narratives to what's what's very much been sort of tunneled and to me feels like a very tunneled approach in terms of mainstream yeah whether regardless of what that 
mainstream is, but just let's just take history, for example. Yeah. You could take anything that's happened historically. You could learn about that in a school setting, but then you could go and do your individual research and actually find a few alternative narratives to what mm-hmm. actually happened. And I mean, the the earth keeps the score because she knows, right? Our planet yeah. knows exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, we're just interpreting what happened and then we're passing that knowledge down. But I do think that sometimes legacy can be about reintroducing truths or reintroducing ways of of um approaching things either individually or collectively that doesn't that that kind of breaks the cycle of this repetition definitely and i think and also with history is is very flawed anyway isn't it because it's literally it was recorded mainly by by men because women weren't allowed to record you know so you've got that whole aspect of of yeah what were women's experiences of these you know of this whole these whole periods of history where all we learn about you know in Mm. school is the kings and or what the do you know what I mean yeah I think we may hopefully find out more but there's also learning from history isn't and that's Mm. I think that's what you're getting at as well is just like those things happened what have we learned from them like how have they Mm. because then you you notice you see these repeating yeah mistakes and patterns that you think well can't we learn from Mm. you know what I mean and I just like from these awful things some of the awful things that have happened why you feel sometimes I think a bit like well why haven't we learned from (laughs) well yeah because those things you know so many things are cyclic and in in particular if you're trying to you know I know we've talked about ascension and Mm. transcending emotions healing you know taking something that you may have experienced as a very negative thing or something that you've learnt about that is a very negative thing and and looking at it, finding alternative perspectives to look yeah. look at. And um and you know, I think we should be encouraging particularly children, but all people to be um more proactive mm. in looking at alternative perceptions because, you know, there is more than one way to understand life. And, you know, it's that individual's right to find that way that makes the most sense for them. And also, you know, tapping into what resonates, tapping into your own intuitive sense or this in, this idea of intuitive discernment that kind of gets knocked out of us a little bit because we're very much in favour of the rational and the logical. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of then ends up cutting out a huge part of what makes us human. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. maybe that's my legacy, Sibby. I'm <laughs> opening up the um, the viewpoints, so it, I've I've really valued that in terms of trying to teach my children different mm. opinions, whether it's to do with health or whether it's to do with you know historical events or just just anything. On really. that note, I had an interesting conversation with my son actually a few weeks ago, and he was saying, and this is kind of off on slightly tangent as well, but um, but like you th- I think as a parent, you think about legacy, don't mm. you, in terms of what you're teaching your children or how you're ha- how you're guiding them. Yeah. Um, but yes, and he said something about slim men and beautiful women or something, and he mm. said, and I said, what? Have you slim men? I said slim men and beautiful. And he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." That's all you see on the. T- I mean, they don't really watch telly. They watch Netflix and stuff. Um, yeah, you. Whenever it's um, like he didn't say beautiful ladies. He said ladies or something. Young lady. I can't remember. It's always slim men and young ladies. So it's only slim men that go with young. And I said, I said, do you think it is? I said, do you think it is only slim men? I said, have you? Is every is everybody slim like mm. that you see around? Yeah. Are yeah. all the, are all men slim? Yeah. He's like mm, no, and I said, do you think that that's just what the telly wants to show us, so that we think that only slim men mm. get to get you know get girlfriends? And you could see his mind just separating the telly from reality. You know, it was just yeah. that sort of and and like I think that's got and little things like that Mm. and and i'm sure like similar things that you sort of say to your children you know those are the things that you hope that 
that that's I suppose that's connected to your values isn't it your values mm. and your outlook is kind of your legacy yeah. yeah yeah and 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 you're just trying to drop in on you little bits of like wisdom and hoping that that will you know impact them and mm. then lead them to think and question and question think, stuff because I think that's like you're saying I think it's really important it is. that they do learn and are brave enough to question, mm. you know, what they're told. I think that's the other, other problem as well with legacy and is that the, the people, in terms of thinking about it as a now thing, people don't realise the impact or the influence. I mean, people realise more if it's a negative thing because that gets fed back to you very quickly. Yeah. But I don't think people realise how, how they may be impacting others positively. No. Unless something happens. But, um, do you know, I, it makes me think of that episode of Friends. I know I was sad watching Friends, but... No, I, you're I, not. I just, I didn't, I wasn't one of those that watched all the episodes, oh. so I might not know what you're talking well, about. Well, it's, it's a bit of a comfort blanket for me at times, Friends. But there's an episode where Ross decides, he gets in this argument with Chandler. Anyway, long story short, he, he fakes his own funeral to see what's been said about him. <laughs> And it kind of reminds me that I just see, you know, people, we, we're interacting and having these and, and, and developing and shaping these ideas and thoughts around the world. Yeah. And mostly through relational connections, but also what we're other influences that are around us. And we don't tend to feedback the good. No, we don't. You're right. And so we kind of, we might be oblivious to actually what we're creating in the now in terms of our legacy. Or some people might. Well, I think we all are to a degree. Yeah, I think you're right. And, and it's. I, I know what you mean about funerals because you feel like, well, sometimes you feel like, well, why didn't I tell them that when they were around? You know, mm. why why did I not mm. tell them that? Or or why did I not even consciously realise that that what they had this quality? Yeah. Or I never I never I never identified it. You know, I never, especially with family. I think because you just grow up with these people mm. and love them because they're in your family. You know, but you. Well, sometimes, sometimes, but um, <laughs> but you know when they, it's when they're gone. You think, oh wow, and you also you learn things about people, don't you? After they're gone, it seems like a shame that all of these amazing things that are said usually at funeral, not always, but yeah, are not yeah. And and also it's just reminding me of um, my husband and I doing this course to sort of. It's really, it's to kind of learn skills to, to, to then share with the children about dealing with emotions. and um, mm-hmm. But you have to sort of do it yourself first, which is really interesting. Right. And there's this thing on there about identifying your um, character. Mm-hmm. So your character strengths. And they use like 24 character strengths. And you do this test and it's, it's good. It's really good. And you have to do it really instinctively. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try and yeah I'll find out what the test is it's free and I, you, we can put a link in and then so the point is that you've all got these char- uh, character strengths so everybody's got these 24 character strengths but in different amounts and, right. and so some are p- more prominent yeah but what I liked about it was it's what it's getting at is character is praising character in mm. children rather than their achievements Yes. So noticing their character traits and saying, you were really brave when you did that, you know. Yeah. Or um, you you were really honest um, about that happening. And, yeah. And like praising the, their character because mm. their character is is part of them and it's yeah. something they've already got. Those strengths are things that they've already got mm. and it's not based on attainment and stuff. But that saying, that recognising and that actually... Yeah giving that character praise is so important isn't it and those are the things that that people remember and it's Mm. it's like you were saying about like you're really good at like you've done it with me at just at encouraging and seeing potential in people yeah and that's massive that's a massive thing you know to 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 do that for somebody that mm. is a legacy to do that for someone to yeah i'm getting a bit emotional actually but to Aww. to sort of meet somebody and 
I can see this in you. Like yes. I can see this quality in you. Yeah. I can see that you would be amazing at this. That that will have like effects through you know, forever. Know. Like, absolutely. It's really I I'm think going emotional. Oh, <laughs> We're just silly. having a loving. <laughs> just having a loving on the podcast. But you know what I mean? And I think um it's really important to tell people and well, say I, to people. I am a person that does tell people. I know. As you know. I know you are. Um, but uh, some people don't, and some people no. even find it uncomfortable. To, yeah. But I'm, I'm hoping that that's that's more of a reflection of where we've been as a society or as a collective through the years, because yeah. you know there was a lot of uh, a lot of times where feeling and emotion was never encouraged, particularly in my parents and my grandparents mm. generational time so it feels like we're breaking out of that but it's a bit clunky and messy still but yeah honing in on what you're able to do or what your talent is I guess it's part of your legacy well it is isn't it because if you're spending your time then the other thing it made me think about was she was saying think about your job or what you do every day you know mm. um if it's meeting, if you're using your top five character strengths, you'll probably be a lot happier. Yeah. Because they're your natural innate strengths, you know. And you can build on all of these strengths, but if you're using your innate strengths. Yeah. And if you are living your life using your innate strengths, then that will probably mean that you're more likely to be fulfilling your purpose. Yeah. And therefore, you know the impact that you're making by fulfilling your purpose is is making imprints you know mm. on those around you and <coughs> and and the future yeah do you know what i mean instead of kind of like pushing against your own mm. um your yeah, own some abilities people, or potential some i think some people i mean i remember when i was younger you know a couple of years ago yeah, you mean like, yeah, like two, years ago. I remember when I was younger. Ago, and, uh, when you were 18. <laughs> Hang oh on, God. I think we're getting younger. Do you know... You How old are we again? You know, you know when you catch yourself saying sentences like that and you think, oh my God, how old am I? You know, I remember when I was younger. My, my, just to say that my youngest said yesterday, he was talking about... Um, <clears throat> got, I said, oh, is he... It was just a picture or something. He said, oh, he's going to... He's got a gun. And he went... He's not got a gun. It's 2011. <laughs> as if that was like, as if 2011. Uh, yeah. was like, he said it's a spear. I was Long like, time. of course, it was. Yes. yes, he's a caveman from 2011. <laughs> I, loved, I absolutely loved it. I was oh, like, God. I won't tell you when I was born then. Well, <laughs> well, when I was younger, uh, if it helps, yeah. I didn't have a spear. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did have a manual oh toothbrush though? <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I totally interrupted you. It just made me think about it. Was well, only... It is when you anyway, start to come up with those sayings, and you just think, "I should really stop doing that." Yeah. Um, but yes, it, I've totally interrupted you. Sorry. When you coming out of of school, I remember coming out of school and looking at various options. I think it was for college, and it the the what you were being told then mm. was about what job you can do and it had very little to do with what your natural innate abilities or talents might be and um i was always quite musical um but not musical to the degree of wanting to sit on a piano and play classical yeah music particularly i was more in, interested in composition work and kind of you know the the um improvisation and mm. just doing my own thing rather than learning yeah repetitive sort of classical music and not that I have anything against classical music I don't but I just that wasn't what what kind of stoked my fire yeah and um we went around a couple of colleges and one of the colleges we went did a course in music so arguably there's a it's kind of reflecting okay you have an ability for this there's a talent recognition there but the course was very traditional. You had to mm. learn the theory behind the the um, classical composers and you had to be able to play them. And I just remember going out of there feeling very deflated. And mm. then the sort of the, the narrative then was, oh, well, you know, you could just do sort of admin and 
do kind of business administration and have that as your backup plan really if you didn't want to do it which is in the end the direction I I went in Um, and as I got older obviously that started to change I mean I've done so many different jobs from working in hotels to working abroad and you start to get to that place where you you feel like you're working towards Mm. finding something that's more about you and what you're able to offer but at the same time I was very aware that what I was being fed back was that's kind of a selfish thing to do Mm. you know that's kind of a you know just because this idea of just because you want to be a singer doesn't mean you can be a singer or just because you want to be an author or just because you want to be a painter or whatever you know it's that oh it's very floaty and fly away but actually you're not then you you've you've got no place to start you've got no secure base to kind of link into that's that makes you you that you can then utilize unless you're very lucky and you end up falling into a job that they kind of recognize your abilities and you kind of work in that way yeah and also it's it's what happens you may recognize yeah you may recognize your strengths but then it's society and how it funnels you isn't it like Mm. through your life and and you can just end up in a, a job yeah you know and 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 that's legacy as well isn't it because if you if you if you spend your whole life in a job that you don't like or you know a big chunk of your life but you've got a big pot of money to leave mm. your kids but actually what's your legacy what like what is your life be, you know isn't isn't how you spent your time on earth your legacy mm. do you know what i mean how how you've I think about that and you know in terms like with my dad for example he stayed in employment with it was actually British Gypsum for a long time I don't think he was particularly doing cartwheels about his job he he liked um kind of working within the quarry world he understood a lot about that Mm. um but yeah it wasn't but I have to say with him I think what what was the most important for him was that idea of providing yeah and that was the best way of doing it and so it was was almost like a sacrifice in a way but boy did he make up for it in his spare time (laughs) and that's the thing because he'd do his golf and he'd you know yeah have a few drinks and his darts and and that's the thing isn't it it's not to say that you can't be in the same job for a long time if that's you know that could be like what you want you know Mm. it's kind of it's more that I think and I don't have any statistics but I think there are statistics out there that there are so many people that more than not that are spent that are unhappy yeah in the way that they spend every day (laughs) yeah every Monday to Friday yeah absolutely nine to five they're not happy and that's not good no and I feel like we're shifting I do feel like we're shifting in that we're looking at how we spend our time I think Covid as well gave everybody a fright and sort of made us more aware some some of us Mm. who perhaps hadn't thought about it in depth but more aware of your mortality and you know what am I actually doing with this precious time (laughs) that I've got yeah, and I, you know, the other thing, I can't remember what it was that I I saw now, but I remember somebody giving a talk and it just it sort of really landed with me in so many different ways, but very, very powerful in that the whole system, you know, my generation, my parents, my grandparents, everything that we know, the system is set up to first serve economy, mm-hmm. second serve the social side, socialism side, third serve the planet that's the order that's the pecking order and I think I think about that in the sense of like my example of how I was kind of like you say funneled almost Mm. um but what if we were all born into a world that that serves the planet first what if generations before that was the case so yeah you're you're actively engaged and interested in in where you are where you live your physical surroundings for one but that also opens you up to more of a sense of purpose, arguably. Yeah. Because, you know, we make the world that we've been living in and still are in, but I think is changing, 
is very much around the paycheck, very much around yeah. the money status, because without that, you can't have anything. You can't have a home, mm-hmm. you can't have security, you can't pay your bills, you can't do this. But what if it was... And therefore, you can't have happiness, because that's what's become, that's what's been attached to the end of that, isn't it? Yeah. You can't have the home, which will equal happiness. You can't have the nice car, which will equal happiness. You can't mm. have the But even the just, nice things. even surviving just the basics, yeah. you know, it's... it's Oh, yes. And on the other end, yeah, just literally paying your bills, like being able to pay your bills. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole, it, it just this whole idea of it being geared up, every, everything is geared up to serve economy first. Mm. You know, and then and then you start to think about economy and you start to think, well, why is it the way it is? And why, you know, why are we still very much in a in a way of thinking that that kind of enslaves us to the system if that doesn't yeah, sound too radical what is the purpose of that like what what is the purpose of everything being about economy like who does that serve hmm. and when you really think about who that serves well you can see who the winners are i mean <laughs> it's the tiniest minority but then does it serve them uh, you know, because really, does it serve them spiritually? Well, like, does it serve them? I think economy is. You is, know what I mean. It's. I think. I think that the way that economy has been used, it is it, very much about power. I think there's a yeah. power play that's been used. I, I mean, I think economy is important in terms of having something that makes economical sense that so that you can have some sort of a trading experience. Yeah. For growth, development, learning, etc. I think that's important, but not as a power play not as a i rule over you not as a i'm more important than you not as a i have a better home and car than you i think that's wrong yeah because you know we we want to sort of we're trying to shift towards a more equal yeah way of living without this this discrimination and without this judgment Mm. and without this labeling yeah because it's ridiculous we're all people at the end of the day so yeah there you go, there's my legacy. Sibby all <laughs> summed up into one. But you know, you were talking about um, that, that because I know you, you wanted to talk about, and I think it's really important, like this collective mm. legacy. And you know, the um, financial gain and, and society being geared up t- towards that, it's also become very much about the individual, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, rather than the collective and so one person and what one person's doing in their one life, you know, rather mm. than seeing before before that, the whole of the human race before that, the whole of the human race after, or, you know, what may happen. Mm. You know what I mean? The yeah. planet, like you said, the planet, the planet sees and records everything. But I feel like maybe we're, like, hopefully we're becoming more connected to one another as a collective mm. and able to see how what how um what we're doing now and how we're living now yes can it impact the future and i think certainly like earth and the planet should have been should be number one on the list as we now you know we yeah. have are now realizing kind of should have realized it a long time ago but there you go <laughs> Well, you know, yeah, I, I, I think it, it is up there, but I think in terms of the individual and the collective, you know, I think you were talking about the butterfly effect. I kind of similar thing call it the ripple effect. Yeah, it's, you know, an individual can make an, a ripple effect that's so profound that it does affect the collective, but not in an obvious intentional. I want to impact and affect a massive group of people way. It's, yeah. it's it's not in, intended to, but it's so profound that yeah. it has that effect. But this is what I'm seeing with people more and more and this idea of consciousness and this expansion of consciousness and kind of waking up out, out of the 3D world, you know, the third dimensional world of the five senses. Any, mm. uh, only, only things that make sense through the five senses are real. Yeah. Shifting out of that and away from that. And everybody's kind of coming at that in slightly different ways in terms of expansion or Mm. in terms of 
you know, opening up people's minds in terms of helping them reconnect with themselves, you know, this <laughs> this um, authentic self that yeah, people yeah, yeah. don't always like to use, <laughs> true self, um, soul self, divine essence, spirit, soul, whatever it is, but that connection need, sort of being reintroduced. Mm. And I think we've got a real fight on our hands of this remembering who we are and connecting on a soul level versus the modern day technological world that's racing ahead that kind of can separate us a little bit mm. from that it feels like there's this there's this race race on and people more and more people are waking up in in the sense of they're starting to ask questions that may challenge the status quo or they're starting to ask questions that you know um shifts their perspective yeah even if it's about something really small yeah yeah and it, and it has a, a, a ripple it effect so yeah you might only know one or two people that do that but what if that one or two people that do that then get you thinking in yeah. a different way yeah and then that influences your family but then your family then talks about it in school and then that influences yeah. that and she's and it can yeah which i suppose is is why yes it's it's a difficult one isn't it because you can almost contradict like I've probably contradicted myself because I'm saying that and we're saying obviously the individual has an impact but also when you're looking at legacy in the in the sense of gaining wealth from that if you look at it that way and it and if it's just about the individual gaining that wealth and not sharing it or 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 wisdom or anything like that it needs to be shared doesn't it it needs to be so you need that connection with your truth and your Mm -hmm. authentic self to be able to share yeah your wisdom and then that then has the ripple effects or yeah do you you know what i mean or the questioning or that's what legacy if you if you don't share it you you You, well then exactly but also you know what's interesting is Mm the time going back to the time thing yeah and we think of legacy as being you know like we think now i'm here now legacy is afterwards and yeah you know that whole if you change the way you think about time yeah and that's why it begins in the present moment because if everything's existing at the same time then yeah it's never too late to like start to build a legacy because if time isn't linear then you're like you're actually impacting now Mm. the future and the past do you know what i mean yeah i mean i love i know it's like yeah time. full on to think like that but i love to think time being yeah simultaneous and our experience of it feels linear yeah it's almost like they've got it and stretched it out so you've got space within the time yeah ah, space Ooh. time <laughs> um but yeah it's it it is interesting if you think of it in that in that way and then you think of the because we were talking, weren't we, about the generational influences yeah, and how far back that goes mm. or potentially past life influences. And they, the generational thing, and you, Sally, was like blowing our minds yesterday in her spiritual development group about DNA and how much it stores, which I'll let Sally t- tell you about. But something that I um, sort of started to consider over the past six months is that that my ancestors and because of that dna or or, or because you know uh, of whatever or of past lives or whatever um are stored in me so they're exist they're actually they're not they're exist they're still existing mm. they still have a present a present moment in, yeah. in me and in yours in you and it's a storage you know, medium the dna is a storage yeah. medium like a hard drive when i was talking about oh, being walking usb drive we were all kind of literal. like whoa <laughs> and, and this is you know this is not out there woo woo stuff no. this is science reviewed um stuff that's been yeah. that's been discussed talked about and and if you think about it in that way you then you instantaneously have that connection to the the uh, technology literal version or equivalent of mm. you know and it, and it becomes a bit of a well this is the organic yeah. this is our organic system this is our organic storage mechanism yeah versus the one that's that's produced through technology but um 
so just on that note, a tiny drop of DNA. So if you think about DNA, I said this in one of the other weeks, if you took your DNA and stretched it out, it would stretch from here, from Earth, around the sun and back to Earth 70 times. Mm, which, is just, which is insane. Yeah. And in terms of this DNA being a storage medium, a tiny drop of DNA, like so just like a weeny little drop on the end of your fingertip, is the equivalent of 700 terabytes of data. That's amazing, isn't it? Which just blows your mind. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we, so in terms of legacy, it's kind of when we were talking about the earth being her own record keeper, we as people are also yeah. record keepers. We have it in our DNA. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of whether we're able to access or remember it, it's still present. Yeah. And that's why your, your actions and your... Your connections that you're having now you know are your legacy aren't they because they're stored yeah and they will be stored which is a pretty awesome thing to think really and i think the best the best the best kinds of legacies are the ones that obviously it is coming from the right place for the yeah. right reasons but also the ones that are, are done with the collective in mind in in the sense of like, like what you were talking about with the sharing you know mm. if, if you've had a learning or an experience or something that's that's happened to you and you know other people might benefit from it then share it yeah and, and part of that sharing and even even if it's not about sharing informational wisdom even if it's about an action like the example you gave at the start with rosa a rosa park rosa parks yeah you know, she wasn't particularly sharing wisdom, but she was demonstrating yeah. um, her rights mm-hmm. as a human being. And that then impacted and left a legacy. So it doesn't always have to be about sharing knowledge, but it does it, it does have to be about, you know, doing what feels right for you, making a stand. And, and that then kind of having that ripple effect or butterfly yeah. effect with the rest of humanity. And knowing that you're experience i've been getting this message to from my possibly guide higher self that you're ha- it's your experience that that matters it's your experiences you know it's mm. not your not your knowledge it's your experiences and how you so it's and it's it's having the confidence to share mm. those and realize that in sharing them it's not about your ego not that there's not a place for you for ego in life but it's it's actually about sharing t- to to have that ripple effect, you know, to because it might actually yeah. have a positive effect on mm-hmm. somebody else, and then it might on somebody else, and then somebody else, and yeah. But yeah. So for all of you that are listening, <laughs> um, you are actually creating your legacy now. Just food for thought. Yes. Creating your legacy now, and if you wanted to give some time and consider what your legacy might be, you know, that's always something that you can implement in your everyday, whether that's through the way that you are and through your beliefs, or it could be something that you want to create, or it could be, it could be anything, Um, but something that's, that feels real to you, that's important. Yeah. Yeah. My, my Nana, she, she, she passed when I was early twenties and you know i always thought that she was kind of born out of her time Mm. well our experience of linear time yeah 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 um and she would have wanted to have done a lot more than she could in in fact i always think she couldn't wait to actually get reincarnated and come back down and have another crack at it but (laughs) the one thing that stands out for her for me is she always had faith in me even when i didn't Mm. she had this and I remember having a conversation with her once saying but I don't know why you believe in me I don't know how you have any faith in me I had zero at the time mm. I wasn't in a great place but that will always stand out for me massively and yeah. she she didn't consciously go this will be my legacy no she just was being my nana and she, <laughs> she was, was being and she spotted her... something in me yeah that she did not want me to forget yeah 
Yeah, and she was being her, sorry, but her authentic self in that she was, you know, tell, you know, sharing, sharing with you what she saw. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And not being afraid to share that and not, yeah, you know, and just knowing the importance of sharing it. And, and it obviously had, had yeah. such an impact. And that's another, that's another thing that, you know, for those of you that are listening, might be a, a food for thought, food for thought or a takeaway, you know, who's, who has actually impacted you? Who yeah. has, who's left a legacy behind, whether it's a family member or somebody else that's impacted you or maybe shaped the way you look at things or do things. So that's, that's an interesting note to leave it on maybe. Yeah. And also look at, you look at, what what in your life what what areas of your life are you actually really feeling alive and in the present moment and that you know and are, is there are there parts of your life where you don't feel quite yourself and you know what can you do about that if you, if it's mm. more of a if you're not feeling strong enough to think about legacy just yeah even just look at your each moment that you're here what how are you spending that time and yeah and then that will have the ripple effect for you, I think, that yes. you'll start to feel more alive and start to feel more brave and able to yeah. create those special moments that will be remembered. Your legacy begins Your now. Your legacy begins now. It begins now. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I feel that um, it's important for us to have a cup of tea after our podcast <laughs> i agree <laughs> that is what my i'm connecting with my now and that's what i need exactly <laughs> oh well it's been it's been a good topic and it's a nice it's a nice way of thinking about life yeah and the positive that you can do i think definitely because we've all got it in us we are all able to impact people aren't we we are for sure well, that's um, Sally and Sibby over and out. Yeah. We are here again <laughs> next week with um, a fantastic speaker, actually. We're going to dive into sacred astrology next week. Oh, that sounds amazing. Oh. <laughs> but for now, we will love you and leave you. Goodbye. Goodbye.